Are you just trying to navigate adulthood in a world that still expects you to have it all figured out? Welcome to This Is 50 with your hosts, Travis Holmes and Shane McManus. Shane! Travis! <laughs> See how quickly that works? God, I'm on. It's like we're digging for gold here. I don't know. We're digging for something. I don't know if it's gold or not, but it's we're digging for something. It better be it better be radio gold. Yeah, uh, well, hopefully one day it'll it'll come to fruition, and coming to fruition right now. You said uh, I wanted to say welcome, welcome to the actual demographics of the This Is Fifty podcast. Now, for our listeners, who don't know that you were not fifty, you were forty nine, but you just mm-hmm. turned fifty, so you are in our demographics. And I'd like to say on behalf of everyone fifty years old and o- older, over. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Thank you. We were lying to everybody before. Were we lying to them? Uh, I was I was on the Yeah, we were lying. I mean, every I'm sure everybody assumed that I was 50 or older, but now they're finding out. Now they're so sorely disappointed that I we were living a lie here. But hey, now it's all official. It's good. So, everything that you said before, I'm 50 years old. I feel just as shitty as I used to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything I said before was a lie. I, I had no, ex- I had no experience. I had no. I should have just sat here and been been quiet and just let you talk. But now I'm 50 and I have a few days of 50ness under my belt. So I feel just as shitty as usual. And the past couple <laughs> couple days of being now 50, have you learned anything? Um, you know, just kind of, uh, I can sit here and watch more wrinkles popping up in real time. No, I haven't learned anything. I mean, like I said. It's just a number. It's just a number. The same sorry crap still going on when I was 49. Now that I'm 50, nothing's changed. Well, I mean, there are stepping stones. I think I drink more beer. There are stepping stones. Yeah, to what, though? I mean, like when you turn 30, what is that a stepping stone to? 40? You're supposed to be You're supposed to be now an adult. One of the stepping stones that I came across, you know, growing up, I didn't even know this was a stepping stone, is uh, I think in 2006 or somewhere around there, I bought my, uh, I bought a truck, a Nissan truck, one of the Titans, and uh, the dealer, the, the guy behind the counter, what's the, what's the salesman, I was 33, and he said, uh, congratulations, you are now older than our year, our Lord Christ Jesus Almighty. And I was like going, okay, okay uh, where do I sign and uh, what's my interest rate on this thing? So I never knew that, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, I mean, literally, Jesus Christ. You know, didn't make it past 33. So he's like, how does it feel to be older than 33? Another thing, another plateau that I didn't know was a level was I think I was 20. I turned 26 or 27. And the girl that I was dating at the time says, how does it feel to know that the army does not want you now because you're too old? Oh, no, she's wrong. They'll take you all the way up to 35. Oh, really? And I know this. They'll take, yeah, they'll take you all the way up to 35. That's when it gets cut off. But you're still, listen, lady, wherever you are, if you're listening to the show, you're never too old. Even in a time of crisis, they'll give a 70 year old a gun and say, here, defend the country. But I mean, it's less likely to happen. But did 35 you, is the cutoff. Did you say a 70 or seven year old? 70. <laughs> okay, just joking. They'll take anybody. If it gets bad enough, they'll take anybody. So how was your party? But it was okay. I mean, it was low key, nothing, nothing much. Just had, had some, some peoples over and had some drinks and just, this is a very, 
politically motivated group. Um, why so, do you, why do yeah. you, why do you say politically motivated? Like, are they all for Trump? Are they all for Biden? Or they just hate everybody? Well, I you know they're they're Trumpers, but they're ultra conservative, which is fine because I'm conservative. I just and I think we all are, aren't we? Um, but yeah, it was just kind of political talk and different stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was fine. Like I said, really low key. Had some good, had some fruit dip. That's always exciting. Uh, I got an inflatable cane and a roll of holy shit, your fifty toilet paper. Well, you said you said that they would have all these stupid gag gifts. Of, you know, oh lordy, look who's not mm-hmm. forty, but you know, oh nifty, who's fifty, and all the other stuff. Did they have? Like, they have like a put a gray hair wig on you and stuff. No, I don't participate in all that crap because I told him, I said, listen, I don't want this to be a birthday party. Just just have a gathering of, of friends. I would yeah. I would say you want to you want to have a, a 50. I'm turning 50 birthday party. Everyone show up on my front lawn and I'm going to chug a couple beers and I'm going to go out there and yell at you and say, get off my lawn. <laughs> well, I got neighbors to do that with. Oh, OK. Well, we don't get together with these people, but since this group of people have started getting together and celebrating birthdays, there's this black box. So it's like this little, or not little, but it's it's black, covered in black leather, or probably pleather, I don't know, and it's got a lid on the top of it. So inside that box goes everybody's gift. You know, whatever they got each other, they pile it all in there. How it's, big is the box? It's probably... No way Probably. you. There's no way you can get a Fender Telecaster in the box that I want when I turn fifty. Well, see, that's the thing. You you see this box, you know you're not getting a lot. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's probably a one, you know, one by one, not a two foot by two foot squared, something like that. I would show it to you because it's downstairs because it's like the Stanley Cup. When you get it, you have to keep it until the next person turns whatever. Whoever has the next birthday, or the next person who has the next milestone. Um, I don't know. I would, the last person that had it. Yeah, I just turned 50, Trav, I've only been 50 for a week now. I don't know the rules yet in this cult society. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever this is, I don't know how it works, but the last person that had it in the group turned 40 because they're like younger. They're, they're, well, yeah, anyway, it's a, yeah, it's just different miles. It's probably milestones. I think my wife will be the next one to get it. When she turns 50. Yeah, throw it right back in her face. Here you go. Where's my Telecaster? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I went to a party. Did you get in a fight? I I got, I don't know, ostracized, but I got, there's, Shane, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. I'm not surprised. There's a reason I'm not allowed to be out in public with my wife in communicable situations. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you that when we come back. All right. All right. Stick on. What we got? I am not going to lose weight doing this show. <laughs> Just so you know. We only do it once a week. 
It's like sitting one day a week eating chocolate well, cake. Well, now it's twice a week. <laughs> well, yeah, well, now it's twice a week. It's your fault. Friday was the show. I know, I know. Yeah, today was supposed to be my chill day, but okay. Shane, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Blue Moon. White? Golden White. Is this leftover from your uh, your 50th birthday party? No, this is leftover from yesterday. Oh, which can which continues the 50th birthday party. I'm celebrating 50 for the yeah. whole entire year that I'm 50. Well, you know how chicks are. It's their birthday month. Yeah. It's not a birthday. It's, it's a birthday month. It's all about me. Me, 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 me. Ah, fuck that. Yeah, they, you know, they've got their birthday broke down into sequences, kind of like you do in phases, like you do with your beer in the right. refrigerator, phase, phase one. one, two, and three. Right. But this this Blue Moon is is actually my favorite. I would prefer that this is my favorite beer, but it has 400 calories a can. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's, yeah. This, the, I mean, the, the calorie count. And this stuff is insane. So if you're planning on trying to lose some weight, you might as well just. Okay. <clears throat> Here, we, Here we go. You're going to look at me and go. Yeah. You're going to look at me like I'm stupid because I know how you are with this, this kind of stuff. But Blue Moon is my, I drink it once in a Blue Moon. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's kind of, it's kind of my, what was I special beer or treat beer. It, it's kind of like a reward. We, we went when Good I was for you when I was in just out of college. There was a a, a bar, a bar, real nice kind of fancy bar. One of those um in downtown, like small town USA. Uh, the buildings. What am I trying to say? The all the stores are like really, really long and narrow. Like you could take one arm and touch one wall, and one arm touch the other wall. You ever seen those type of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, yeah. this one, like the um um like the buildings in Bo- the streets of Boston, tall and narrow. So this one uh, <laughs> bar I went into, they were grand opening, and they had all the fancy lights and all this, you know, shay stuff, and they were giving away, giving away. They were selling. It was a uh, two dollar blue moons to get in there. You know, or to when once you get in there, it was two dollar blue mm. moons, and I'm like mm-hmm. going, oh, these are these are mm, you know, four hundred calories, four hundred calories, four hundred calories, and then someone comes up to me, he's like, hey man, mm-hmm. you need to slow down and put an orange in that thing, and I go, how about you shut up or forever, <laughs> yeah, put an orange in you, <laughs> really, yeah, I mean, what did the guy work for Blue Moon? No, it's just one of the, it was one of those. You know, I was chugging them like college chugging beers, and everyone's walking around mm-hmm. with Blue Moon with a wedge of, like an orange wedge in the top of it, and just sitting there walking around, <laughs> like I'm fancy, fancy, and I'm like trying to well, get my you buzz know what on. The deal, you know what the deal is? You know what the deal is with Blue Moon, right? Mm-mm. If If you serve Blue Moon in a restaurant or bar or out in public, it has to be served with an orange wedge. Blue Moon's requirement. Unless you're, I mean, I don't know how they're monitoring that. Because you can get in trouble. It's like a trademark thing. Really? If you don't serve that beer without, yeah, if you don't serve that beer without an orange wedge in it, then you can, your establishment can get in some sort of trouble. You're bre- breaching the contract. Or Who cares? It tastes like oranges. Like we need another orange wedge in there, but maybe, maybe it's the uh, the I mean, rind right here. Brewed with, it says right here, brewed with Valencia orange peel. So I don't know why they expect you to put an orange wedge in there, but that's a requirement to serve that beer out in public. There was a guy I used to. <laughs> there was a guy I used to work with. He swears up and down by Blue Moon. He's like, uh, yeah, I like Blue Moon with an orange wedge in it. I go, why an orange wedge? He goes, because it makes it taste like a beer should. 
and I'm thinking to myself, what should a beer taste like? And, and we're getting into the beer talk, and I don't want to dive into that. But I'm like, beer, you're there to, I don't know. I, well, here's the thing. This is just like anything else. And I know you don't want to get into beer talk, but, you know, beer talk every once in a while is, is okay. Yeah. This is the way I look at beer. <laughs> this is the way I look at beer. It's kind of like coffee. When you first start drinking coffee, you're stupid. You know, you'll just drink whatever is available. Folgers, instant coffee, you know, because you don't, you haven't refined your palate enough. Dunkin' Donuts. But the older you get, the more your taste buds die, and you have to have something stronger with more flavor, more taste. It's the same thing with beer. You just, you start out with the cheap Keystone or whatever, you know, cheap, cheap shelf beer just to get drunk. But then you actually enjoy your beer and you want it to have more flavor and more taste. So that's what happened when I turned 50. I've, my beer sensors went up. So now I've turned into a, I'm going to grow me a handlebar mustache and twirl it up on the no, ends. And no, don't do it. Two things happen. Cruise all the craft breweries. <laughs> Two things happen when you're, when you're, when you take that path. The beer. Alcohol and calorie content gets higher, and your wallet gets slimmer. That's true. That's why this is my treat treat myself beer. I don't do it all the time. If I drank this every day, oh, my gosh, my wife would shoot me. Twice. Well, maybe more than that for good measure. So now that you're 50, Shane, are you uh, thinking about, like, trying to get in shape as you chug a blue moon on the on the show here that's 400 calories? Are you trying to get in shape with your big fat ass? <laughs> I'd like, yeah, I'd like to, but, you know, the, the beer is, a, is an obstacle. I mean, because can you really get in shape? Because I've always heard the myth that if you drink alcohol, you can't burn fat. Never heard that, so I don't know. Well, I mean, for me, it's always been a calorie, calorie counting thing, but I don't know. I'm really worried. I want to work on my dad bod. Because I like the dad bod concept of how you achieve a dad bod is you're good through the week and then the weekend you just let it go. Yep. That's exactly what I've been doing from Monday to Friday. And then Friday <laughs> I let it all hang out. I eat uh, tacos. I eat, you know, bread. We made uh, uh, some kind of breakfast casserole with uh, hash browns and cheese and all that stuff. But Monday, oh, yeah. Monday morning, slower. <laughs> Monday morning. <laughs> I have a, you know, half a cantaloupe, not a cantaloupe, half a honeydew. I cut off a ring of honeydew. I'll eat that for breakfast, a little salt on it. I'll drink my, at least four of my infused water uh, before noon. And then I start drinking my beer. And then at night I have a sensible dinner with no carbs. I think what gets me is as long as I've been working, I never eat breakfast. I never eat lunch. I only eat one meal a day or I don't. Okay. Let me rephrase that. I don't start eating until around dinner time. So I go all day long, and I've done that forever. Even in my previous job, I never ate breakfast, never ate lunch. I didn't eat until I got home. So my my goal is to get in shape. And I don't know if you know this or not, uh, I have been, we have a at the corner, like three, four houses down, which is basically almost a quarter of a mile down the road. There is a mm -hmm. church, and then this church has a basketball goal. Nice big slab of concrete. I drive my side-by-side. -side. I know, I know. Drive the side-by-side -side down there, get out, start playing basketball. Or I say playing basketball, you know, shooting around. You know, the, comes off the rim, run, chase the ball, and I go for 30 yeah. minutes. And I do that, I do that on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if I feel like it. Friday, I won't. I got my... My whole day's booked on Friday, but that's it. I at least get three days, if not four days, doing that. And I said, mm -hmm. if I can do that for a month straight, then I've got this, you know, $500 fancy mountain bike thing 
that I'm going to now ride instead of taking the side by side down there. I know, I know that I'm going to ride a quarter of a mile to this church. And you say, well, why can't you a ri- whole quarter of a mile? <laughs> you say, <sighs> you say, Shane, a whole quarter of a mile. Why, why aren't you riding the bike now? Yeah. So you say well, a quarter of a mile is a long way now when you're 50. It is a long way because don't forget where we live, Shane. We live in North Carolina, and I live out in the country. And we have two-lane country roads that go up and down and up and down. And fortunately or unfortunately, however you look at it, I'm at the top of the hill on the road that I live on. So you're looking at this, you know, seven-degree pitch for, I don't know, 500 yards, and then it goes up, you know, a seven degree pitch to the the next hill which the church is on. So I'm either going <laughs> I'm either going to wipe out on the way down or have a coronary trying to get up this hill. So it's not a quarter of a mile going straight. It's a quarter of a mile with some kind of endurance involved in getting to this church. Hence I ride the side by side down there. Mm-hmm. Is it a quarter of a mile quarter of a mile as the crow flies? It's a straight shot. So it's it's point zero so that's as the crow flies. Right. So it's point zero three miles from my house. So I'm trying Not the crow from the movie Crow, then once you shot on set. There you go. Everyone's right there. everyone's dead. Everyone's dead now. Sorry, folks. <clears throat> I just gave uh, Travis some, uh, for for those of you who don't know, I just gave Travis some editing work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's uh, um, so all I've got here, like like right now, it's just too hot to do, to do anything. So usually, what I'll do is strap the dog up and we'll go out and walking in the neighborhood. That's where I get my exercise. But it's so I got a treadmill in there. It dries clothes really fast. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Because listen. I don't. Do you remember when we uh, were previously employed at an unnamed location? Right. Pretty fast. I think. I think the the phrase that you said was, "I'm like Shane, you're losing a lot of weight," and you go, "Yes," because I determined that I'm a grazer. Like I told you, I don't eat breakfast, lunch, and then in the evening I'll start grazing. So I'll cook. I'll start cooking dinner, and then I'm just you know, ooh, just, you know how it is, a chef. Two for you, one for me kind of thing, and then I'll eat dinner, and then I'll graze a little bit more. Well, in that time period, I stopped doing that, and I actually ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But it was never meals. I didn't I didn't eat meals. Yeah. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Blue moon. But I would eat sensible snacks, low-calorie sensible snacks. And I lost the most weight doing that. So I lost like 60 pounds in two months doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was great. I don't know if I can do it again. That was, gosh, how many years ago was that? I don't know, but it, it's hard to do it when you, when you have no, uh, set schedule where you have to be, you know, people are relying on you to show up to your job, you know, to do a certain thing. So if, if you don't, I don't want to say don't have a job cause you do other things outside of, you know, taking care of the family and stuff. You've got other things going on. You got your own personal business going on and you've got this podcast going on as well. You know, it's kind of, I'm not on a set schedule for the most part. And I'm the same way, you know. It's it's just like you know, it, it you have well, to it, you have to maintain a schedule, I guess. Well, at that point too, I was way more active. I mean, my job was very physical. I had and I had an oppressive, <laughs> oppressive boss. He was an asshole. 
Oh my God. Uh, I hope I never see that dude again. <laughs> Ever. Um, but yeah, I was way more physical. So that, because you're less physical now, but see, this is what I don't get. Look about, look at these 60 year olds, 70 year olds. They're pencil thin and they don't move. They you, just sit and, you know, they you know why? their thumb. Do you know why? Because the medication and stuff that they're on is like Ozempic. They, they absolutely have no, oh, I, I'll have, did you have breakfast? Yes, I had half a piece of toast. They have no appetite. They have no, they don't need fuel for anything like that. They don't, they yeah. don't do anything. What is Ozempic for? I mean, what's it, what's a, what's its original for use for? It's it's to take your body to make sure for diabetes, diabetes type okay. two. It helps it okay. helps uh, your uh, insulin levels. It's kind of like Viagra. Viagra and Rogaine and stuff were all made for people with heart conditions and stuff. One of the side effects of Rogaine it, it creates hair growth, and one mm. of the signs of Viagra is it stimulated your junk. Ozempic, mm-hmm. they're finding out that Ozempic actually curbs your appetite and people are losing weight on ozempic listen i'm gonna be honest with you I'm be honest with everybody my entire problem is beer but i love beer <laughs> how do you balance that it's a weird thing all right we're gonna take a short little break and i'll i'll tell you what my uh you know my thing is with a uh, beer <laughs> that i when i was growing up i had a weird situation that happened so stick around we'll be right back you're listening to Richie Trevino. He's eight years sober with the help of his wife and his two kids. This is his latest song called Dreamcatcher. made that over 50 sound you well, just be sitting in a recliner not moving <laughs> doing anything and just shift your hips a little bit and then he goes you go mm. well the, the chair the chair that i have in the studio i always keep it lower it's not it's uh yeah i always keep it lower so i can put my hands right here on the table i gotta upgrade my chair here in the studio because this thing is just crap this is a walmart executive chair I got to get me one of those good chairs like your dad's got. Doesn't your dad have a gaming chair or something weird yeah. like that? Yeah, I need one of those. I don't need a gaming chair because it, it blocks all the stuff behind me. So I don't need a high back. I need a. You can have I one. don't need one, but I want one. You can have one. I'll let you get one. Maybe the next paycheck you get from us. Phil just bought a nice one with. Well, Phil just bought a nice one with the built in Bluetooth speakers. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. They're I don't there. think he's used them yet, but that's nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, Shane. I, t- I told you the story, you know, of me going to the, the, the Shea Shea bar and drinking, just pounding blue moons, you know, trying to win the race yeah. type deal. So all through my early, early days, you know, 20, early 20s and stuff, I go to parties, you know, DJing parties. I was doing that at the time and I would just 
completely, I went on like a four day bender, man. And when I say a four day bender, I'd wake up, people would be in my house already. We'd be drinking beer. All right, we're going to this party. Trav, we need you to do this. All this is going on. We'd stay out late, maybe take a nap, pass out, take a nap <laughs> in between, mm-hmm. uh, wake up, uh, keep going, keep going. So this went on for like four days straight. By the time the weekend got here, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm done. I got to take a break. I got to take a break. I would go to my friend's house. And it's one of those like beaver, beaver cleaver moms where everyone, all the kids would show up at the house. And if she was cooking, you would get a plate no matter what. You would get a plate of something. I would always get, I would always get corn. And you know what a boat of corn looks like when you go to a restaurant, like a boat? It's, it's the short Mm -hmm. little ceramic thing. I would, I ate a full plate of corn, a boat of corn. Went to my house the next day. My mom and dad were having dinner and I ate a bunch of corn there and, Oh my god! The next day, I had I know where this is going. I had, corn. I had corn somewhere else. I had corn somewhere else. So what happens, Shane, when the body eats corn? Uh, you asking or are you getting ready to tell me? I well, I'm going to tell you what happened to my body. But I'm what is well, what, what normally happens when you eat corn? Usually, the body goes. Nah, I'm not messing with that. <laughs> you didn't chew it up enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just go on. Go ahead. Free pass. Come on through. Come on through. <laughs> Taylor Swift's waiting for you at the other end. I mean, really, that's the food that you can eat over and over again. So I, like, two days later, didn't see anything in my stool. Mm-hmm. In your stool. Three days later, still saw nothing. A whole week went by. I saw nothing, no remnants, no nothing of the corn. The only way I can... I can Define what happened was my body was so depleted from whatever because of the four day bender. And this only happened once. Well, I'm going to get into mm-hmm. another story that my body used every part of the pun kernel of that corn to keep myself alive. Is that the theory that you came up with on your own? That's the theory I came up with my on my own because when I had a, a movement, I, uh-huh. There was no no remnants, no husk, no shell, no nothing, no hull in my stool at all. Remember I was telling you earlier before we started the show today about, you know, uh, examining your poop to make sure your, your poop looks normal, you know? Yeah, that's that's fun. <laughs> so your body just was like, oh, we're not going to see this again for a long, long time, so we just need to use it all up. Or my body said, you are so depleted of anything at all because I was just I was taking pills and drinking beer all day long. There was no nourishment coming to my body. I ate yeah. three days in a row of corn, and then that's what <laughs> I never saw it. I tell you that to tell you this. So as God, you, there's a point. So there is... As you know, here in the Carolinas, we have seen record number of heats across the United States. We've seen record number of heats or heat heat mm-hmm. you know indexes and stuff. And I've been out there putting in this pasture fence in an area where I have no shade. And when I do the pasture fence, you know, put a pole on the ground, drink a beer. Put a you know, put a rail up, drink a beer. This went on for probably two two days, maybe two and a half days itself. My wife goes, I don't know how you survive out here. It's so hot. And so I'm like, well, you know, I drink a sip of water and I have a beer. And when my body basically shuts down, I stop, wrap everything up, take a nice cold shower. We here on the property have been eating. You ever had a or seen a video of a chopped, I think they're called chopped submarines or chopped sandwiches. 
Have you seen those videos yet? No. So you take romaine lettuce, you put it on a put it on a chopping board, you throw slices of ham, slices of salami, slices of uh, pepperoni, pepperoncinis, tomato, onion, and you take a big, I mean a huge butcher knife, if not a cleaver, and chop it all up together. And then you put okay. a thing of mayonnaise, a little, I know everyone's now starving, some red wine mm. vinegar, salt and pepper and all that stuff, and you mix it all up. And then you put it into a hoagie roll, and it's a chopped sandwich. Instead of having, you know, you put your lettuce in there, your slice of meat and all that stuff, everything's all chopped together, all mixed up in one thing, and you put it in the hoagie roll. The hoagie rolls that I was eating were small, probably about eight inches long. You know the, the <laughs> you know the length, Shane. So mm-hmm. I've been eating those for like, I had like one for breakfast, and then at dinner, I was it was so easy, just make another one. So for three days straight, I ate like chopped romaine lettuce with tomatoes and pepperoncinis and stuff. Same thing happened. I did not see any remnants of any of this in my stool. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of put the corn story where my body depleted everything and the story of or what happened to me eating these chopped full romaine sandwiches and not seeing any remnants. So was my body depleted? And now, you know, this just happened uh, two weeks ago. This just happened. No, I think it was just all migrated to the middle. I mean, what were you actually looking for? I mean, what? Uh, so here's what you do. You incorporate some pimentos in, into every meal. You can't taste them. They're, they're just worthless as far as flavor goes, but they're great. You know, red pimentos are great identifiers to make sure, you know, so they're like, little markers. I was going to say, are they well, like, so, are they like hit markers? Yeah. So they don't digest either. So, you know, if you're, they're not going to affect the taste of anything. So just put you some red pimentos, chopped red pimentos in there, and then you'll know where you're at. So you can change over to green. So you'll know that, you know, okay, now we're in the green. Now we'll go back to red. <laughs> this is Monday's poop. This alter. is this is Tuesday's poop. This yeah. is Wednesday's poop. Exactly. Exactly. You can so you can monitor your digestive tract. But I'm I'm I was thinking that I was all clogged up maybe, but no, I I didn't see my body again was so depleted from any nutrients and stuff that it used the whole entire lettuce, all the pepperoncinis, all the the fibrous stuff. When I say fibrous, like fiber you know, for your body type stuff. Well, I'm going to ask you this question strictly in the spirit of the show. Sure. Are you fairly regular? I am more regular than you would be surprised. So, see, I've had those problems all of my, even since my early 20s. I've just not been a regular person. Really? Are you all, you're all clogged up? I mean, do you make a movement at least once every two days? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, not to get too personal, but sometimes it'll take days and days. So I, I have these little things that, you know, I can do to get myself cleaned out. But if, <laughs> but I know what my, I know cocaine, what my problem is. Cocaine, been, lots of cocaine. <laughs> well, no, what, what, I, what you do is you use drug, you use cocaine, and then once you stop, that's when it all starts clearing out. Oh, I thought it's because they know, cut it with a baby laxative. Oh, well, possibly. Yeah, that's where I get it. That's from. probably the high dollar. Yeah, that's the high dollar stuff. I yep. mean, around here, they cut it with a uh, talcum powder or something stupid. But yeah, I, I, I'm just curious because, like, <clears throat> most people I know, they're clockwork. You know, they're just <laughs> whenever. Not me, buddy. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, I just hit the lottery. Let me run to the bathroom. <laughs> I got to go. <clears throat> it's, it's actually a, a joyous occasion for me because I don't like being stopped up. 
I don't like being con- I don't like that feeling, but I do not know. I have never known the pleasure of being regular. Have you tried? But I think it's minus stress. I've tried everything. I've tried the fiber. I've tried the Metamucil. I've tried the Citrusel. I've tried everything. And nothing. Doesn't work. Activia. No. Nope. Probiotics. Prebiotics. <laughs> Kiss my ass biotics. It doesn't nothing. Robotics. Something might work. Yeah. Something might work for a few days, but then it's like your body goes, I got that figured out. It's like a virus, you know, it just morphs and adapts to whatever vaccine you give it. My wife has always been that way too. She's like, I, it takes me four days to, to do anything. And I'm like going, really? And we, and she would eat the sandwiches just like me. She would eat corn just like me. She would eat, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then nothing. Me next morning, as soon as I have coffee, I always told her my body physically will not allow me to keep two meals in my body at any given time. So if I eat a meal like dinner at night, if I eat breakfast in the morning, my body goes, okay, dinner from the night before has got to come out. And then if I eat lunch or something like a late lunch or something, my body will go, okay, here comes the breakfast. And then, you know, uh-huh. the train keeps rolling down the hill. I mean, yeah. well, we hate you people. <laughs> <laughs> well, this helps, I mean, look, a, this, that, this helps a lot too, to move, to move, uh, lube the grease down. So, yeah, but see, I do that too. And it doesn't, I, mine, like I said, mine is stress. I'm sure my uh, colon is about as tight as a, Tight as my fist here, for those of you who are watching on YouTube. That's going to end up on a show <laughs> pick right there. Just open your mouth now. Um, Do that and open your mouth. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> gotta, there you go. There you go. We both got it. Yeah. You better You better be thankful that you uh, don't have that problem. Because <laughs> it can, you know, I used to hear people talk about all the time, oh, you know, the old man needs some Metamucil, needs an enema, get himself cleaned out. He's mad. Well, I get it now. Yeah. Totally get it. On a um on a serious subject though. I mean, not that this wasn't serious. Uh yeah. I told you that my uh my friend uh committed suicide. He was battling depression, yes. uh committed suicide. <clears throat> I have I physically to this day still have a hard time with him doing that. Not because that the process of what he did is the process that I now have no one to be angry at. I have no one to be, like, hold a grudge to. Let me explain. <clears throat> I'm working on it. So the the guy, I told you, I did. I I knew the guy. We were in radio for a while. He had a he was an not an asshole. I just didn't care for him a whole lot. But I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll follow him as as far as he can take me in the business. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I I sacrificed a lot of stuff. I did a lot of things. You know, coughed up a lot of money to help you know, the, the, for the cause and, um, knew him all through high school and everything. Never really hung out with him in high school. He was one of those, you know, those type people. And I was like, he was the, the, the weed crowd. I was the beard chugging crowd. So those two groups don't mingle. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I found out that he, you know, off himself, he killed himself. And I was like going, well, shit, my whole entire since, you know, we split and everything, and I was like, going, I basically in the studio, live on the air, I'm, I'm sure there's tape somewhere from 97 or something like that, you know, basically me going, I've said this before, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I don't know if it ever broadcast or anything like that, but we were live on the air, and I was like, you know, fuck you, and they tried to, months later, tried to get me back in the studio, look, he's sorry, he, he didn't mean to do all this stuff, no, fuck him, fuck everything, fuck everything, is basically what I said. <laughs> so I always had that little chip on my shoulder that I was never going to let that happen to me again. 
I was never going to let someone in that in that figure that um whatever whatever he was let that affect me again. I'm not going to have them dictate. Influence. Yeah. Thank you very much. Influence. Sorry. Sometimes words are hard for me. Mm-hmm. And I I took it upon myself to to learn everything and do everything and and that's where we are today. And then I found out, you know, in March that he ended up shooting himself in the head. First of all, like I said, it's it's coward. Second of all, I can understand yeah. I can understand to a certain point when people kill themselves if they have absolutely nothing to live for. Like they just say, look, uh, you know, I don't have any kids. Um, my wife doesn't love me. You know, she took the house. She took the dog. I'm just out here on the streets. There's nothing else for me to do. I've got nothing to fall back on. Let me go ahead. You know, what am I looking forward to? Boom, kill yourself. I can mm-hmm. understand that. It's the people that kill themselves when they've got like kids at home. They've got, you know, they've got three, you know, three kids, a wife, uh, a husband, whatever the case may be. Um, and they've got, you know, friends and family and all that stuff and they kill themselves. You're like going, well, what happened? What happened? But when he, when he did it, I don't know what his reason behind it. You know, I, I, again, I don't know, but for me, the hard time I was having was, okay, I've been pissed off at this guy and he's still alive. And I was like, oh yeah, fuck him. Every time he comes, fuck him. Now, if I say it, fuck him. Oh, you know, he killed himself. Uh, well, all right. My mm-hmm. the, the the fuse the the fu- well the fuse that was lit this long long fuse of a firecracker or, or whatever dynamite or whatever explosion that I'm looking for was a was automatically put out boom he's no longer living you have no reason to be mad at him anymore he's gone and I was like going well shit did he take the easy way out I don't know. You, so you're looking for your next victim to be <laughs> no. mad at? Well, no, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Well, no, the, the, what I was doing was I was using his angst of existence to fuel me to go and make sure that I'm better than him and keep going on that. Hey, look, this is my challenge. This is what you've done. This is what I'm doing now, which is far more and more than what you've done. And now that you're gone, there's no way for you, me. You've lost your motivation. Yes. Yes. That's that's kind of yes. Yes, it's it's kind of that. Yeah. I've so, got nothing I've got nothing to prove. So listen, so does does your mental state of mind do you feel like you in order to be successful you have to be competing with somebody? No, because I'm not a competitive guy. I I'm, <laughs> I'm not I I'm, I'm not. I know I know my limitations, I know my boundaries, I know my existence as far as what I can do. I will never be, you know, this person. I will never be that. But I know when I'm better than someone. Well, you're kind of looking at his his or anybody else in that type of position as going, Okay, I've a, this person has achieved this and they've reached this level and I gotta I wanna motivate my I wanna use that as my motivation to get to that level and higher. Correct. So what you what you've done now is that he's not a source of motivation anymore. So now you're looking to right, where's the next level for me? I would like to offer myself as tribute, Travis. If you would just look to me, if you want to try to achieve what I've achieved in my now fifty years, I'll be more than happy to be your motivation. I'm not going to off myself, but I will yet. let you. <laughs> not yet. I will let you. Yeah, I will let you come and try to, you know, 
<clears throat> emulate what I have become, <clears throat> which is a beer drinking fat ass. You don't have to go far. Oh, I'm already there. I already achieved that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I achieved see, that. See, there you go. <laughs> then let's drink beer and celebrate your your arrival. But I mean, does it there? Does that make sense to you? I mean, do you does it? Because in my mind, I've been I've been yeah, but and the, and the word makes it listen li, listen. I, I it would make sense to me if you were still in that environment. If he was still, let's just say you were still down there, whatever radio station you were working for, and you were him, you and him were in direct competition with each other. So I was like, well, I want my show to be better than his. And but you're you were you were out of that competition for the longest time. So and you weren't. You know, tight friends. No, so I didn't get a Christmas card from him. No, I, yeah, I don't think it's. Uh, I think it's just more of a, an accomplishment kind of thing. And he was just who you picked uh, to, you know, for whatever reason, he was the guy that you picked. Maybe, uh, maybe you envied his career and his path that he took, and you wanted to follow that. But since he's no longer here, he's not setting the bar higher for you each time. I'm going to call Joe Rogan. Um, and I'm just going to let him know that you are going to start following his career. I need you to start training MMA. I need you to start doing this to shave your head bald. He has, I have no, I don't want to say inspiration, but I have no, no one, no one right now that I, that I emulate. Uh, there's like a couple of different podcasts and stuff, but I'm like going, you know what? I listen to them and I go, you know what? They do really well for what they do. And I'm like going, wow, mm -hmm. I would never achieve that. I know I'll never achieve that, but I listen to them. I'm like going, well, maybe if I took that and kind of tweaked it, I can come close to that kind of perfection, that kind of um, stat, not status, but that kind of level of, of broadcasting. And I know everyone listens to us talk about, you know, shit stains and, and corn and, and all that stuff. But there is some kind of level of what I think of in my mind as some kind of art form of doing this, a podcast. People think, oh, you can sure. sit there and talk all day long with, you know, two people sitting there. I talk to my friends all the time while I'm driving around the road and stuff. That's fine and dandy. Mm -hmm. You can do that, but try to make it interesting and try to make it more um, palatable for a lot of people. Now, granted, this episode, we, we've talked about a lot of stuff, but I mean, still, yeah. and in my mind, well, then, well, just use, use that as your motivation, your own, what you feel like in your mind is, you know, you don't have to have another person to follow after, follow after your own goals, try to better each time that you come up with something. Oh, I want to achieve this, or I want this to be better Then use that as your motivation. You don't have to have another person to do that. Compete against yourself. But I need, I need a, I, I need a, something to bounce off of. I need something to go, okay, it. huh? You got your, you, you got it. You got your own life. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, I understand that. You know, it, it's always the, you always hear the comedians. You always hear a story about comedians. Uh, the most successful comedians are, are, that are up on stage and they kill. I mean, you know, cr from Chris Rock to Eddie Murphy to, you know, whoever your favorite comedian is. And as soon as they come off stage, the first thing out of their mouth is, do you think they liked it? Well, that's, that's anybody. They, you know, you are your own worst critic. You're always going to be your own worst critic. Right. So if you can please yourself, <laughs> then you, yeah, well, yeah. if you can ever w walk away, cause like the shows, I go back and listen to them and I can always nitpick myself and find something that I did wrong or I didn't like that. But what you listen, what you may not like may be entertaining to somebody else. You know, one man's. Crap is another man's potpourri. Can I quote you on that? Where did I, where did I hear that from? <laughs> but yeah, just you're, you're, you are, your, 
you're always going to be your own worst critic. And if you ever please, you know, if you're ever happy with yourself, then quit doing what you're doing because you've reached the top. And this will be our last show. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we have reached the top, Shane. I am so satisfied. No, it's just, I just needed something to, and, it, and is it weird? And I'm going to get really, really dark here. Is it weird that I want to see the crime scene photos? That's the only, yes. that's the only weird yeah. thing. I think about that in my mind, not necessarily to see the actual scene. Just, I want to know the thought process of, taking the whatever, putting it somewhere, doing the action, and the end result. I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, that's, that's a little weird. And the reason... You don't even need to go there. The reason why it sticks in my mind is because of the chicken, the one chicken that I had that I had to shoot it like four times in order for it to die. And mm-hmm. I knew as soon as I... I told you, you know, I was pointing it, just to recap, I was pointing the gun at the chicken's head and did the whole, you know, blocking my face just in case I got blood splatter on me. In my mind, before I pulled that trigger to shoot this animal who was severely wounded, I know this, as soon as I make that decision, it's going to end this animal's life. And that's, that little moment right there is what replays in my mind when, after I heard about him killing himself, you know, that was it. So, yeah, well. Maybe a little fascination with death, possibly. All right, guys, stick around. We'll be right back. Anyone can struggle with mental health. Your daughter, your neighbor across the street, your boss, maybe even you. We want you to know there's hope because there's 988. 988 is more than a number. It's a lifeline to call or text when you need help and don't know where to turn. Hello, you've reached the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call or text 988 day or night to get the help you deserve. Shane, mm-hmm. something up, something else. I'm upset with. <laughs> it's all about this guy. Oh my goodness! I have, the list is growing. Do you have a Do you have a sound bar on your TV or anything like that? You know what I've got? I have a Amazon Echo Studio. Ooh. I don't know if you can see it. No, what's that? What's that about? Uh, oh, so let me. Okay, so there's a. Anyway, right here. Uh huh. It's a cylindrical object. There's a coffee cup sitting in front of it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's an Amazon. <clears throat> you've heard of the Amazon Echoes? Yeah, I've got one in the, the bedroom. Little, yeah. So this is a studio. So it's like an Amazon Echo, but it's a hyped up version of it. So it's it's super bass. It's really, really, it's a high quality speaker. Is it like a 5.1, like a five speaker, one sub type deal? 
Yeah, it's got a slot. Well, it's got a slot in the bottom of it. The way it's designed, it'll. It's kind of like a Bose speaker that that throws sound out through your right. through your room. Right. So this one's kind of designed the same way, but it's a higher quality speaker than like a dot or that. But it's it's still Bluetooth, so it's connected to my TV, and I I actually use that as surround sound. How how much uh, how much was that thing? Uh, I think it's like two hundred bucks. Okay. And is that the only TV that you have it on, or you have it throughout the house? That's the only one that I have it on at the moment. And when you sit there, are you watching, like, videos and stuff, or are you watching, like, big, huge cinematic movies? Because I'm thinking that little thing doesn't give you the, the surround sound, like the spaceships coming up over your head type deal. Oh, it does. What's the wattage on that thing? What's How many watts does that thing uh, got? If it's less than I 50, do I don't not. want to talk about it. I don't know. I'd have to go look up the specs on it. But, you know, this is a smaller room that I'm in, but it does give you that. Now, it's not true. It's not true 5.1. Okay. You know, you're not getting, but it will project the sound through the room. So it bounces off of the walls and you can get it. But I have had the true 5.1 surround sound before. I had to put one. Oh, go ahead. No, I've got one now that's not being used. So thanks for bringing that up. I'm going to go hook it up. (laughs) Well, I have one that we've had here uh, between my wife and I. We've been married for uh, 10 years, coming up on 10 years. I forget. <laughs> no one keeps track anymore. But we've been together for almost 15. And in the process of that, we've bought a sound bar. Like an, I think it was an LG sound bar where it's got the – it physically uses the optical cable, you know, that real skinny mm-hmm. optical cable that plugs in the back of the TV. But the subwoofer – is Bluetooth, so you can put the subwoofer wherever you want in the room. Yep. Great sound, yep. great everything was going on. All of a sudden, for whatever reason, the TV was not hooking up to the the subwoofer. And when the subwoofer was not hooking up, I wouldn't get any sound out of that sound bar. Now, at the time, the sound bar was, what are you doing? Are you... Are you decoupaging? What are you doing? No. <laughs> I'm filling up a vape while you're talking. Oh, okay. Sorry. Putting your cinnamon crunch, Captain Crunch vape in your pen. No, this is strawberry pineapple coconut. Fucking queer. Aren't you jealous? Drink your blue moon. <laughs> Go ahead with your sound bar. So my sound bar took a dump on me. And I, I tried everything I possibly could, so I pulled it out of the room, hooked it up on its own outside of everything else. You know, didn't hook it up to the TV because it does have Bluetooth capability. So I could take my cell phone, hook it up to the sound bar, and I could listen to, you know, our podcast and all that stuff. It took a complete dump on me, and I'm thinking to myself, what happened? What This is not a it, – it died, and I felt so – like, I tried everything I could do to revive this thing. Like, I'm pl- I plugged this in here. I did the reset, hit this, you know, re- read everything online and stuff. I felt bad letting this sound bar that we've had for over, you know, 12, let's say 12 years. And it was great sound and a great subwoofer. I felt bad. I felt guilty letting this thing go because the sound, the subwoofer would not Bluetooth connect to the sound bar, which not a- would not allow anything else to connect to the sound bar. So I just was like, I felt bad for the sound system for some reason. Well, let's have a moment of silence for the sound bar. But it why was. Don't you take that, why don't you take it out to the chicken kill box? <laughs> put, a, put a bullet in its uh, in the sub. Yeah, well, no, 
No, put two or three in there until you finally kill it off. <laughs> right Light the, it on fire. Right in the, the 4 ohm magnet. Just keep blasting away at it. Yeah, so apparently this is <clears throat> this is probably some sentimental value for you. You got this when you and Amy first got married. There, there are two things that I am... I'm not fully admitted or committed to it, but I am. I have two things that I am. I am a sound audio whore. Like I mm-hmm. will keep sound. You're an audio file. Audio. I, I've got tapes. I've got stuff of, of, of people talking. I'm like, one day I'm going to use this. And I've got just reels and reels of tape, cassettes and all that stuff. I've got audio files on my computer. I'm like, one day I'm going to use this stuff. I'm an audio file whore. The second mm-hmm. thing is. Anything that has to project audio out, lighting too as well. I'm a, uh, that's my third thing. Anything that projects audio out, I will keep it till it's dying fucking day and I can't use it anymore. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out a way to connect that thing to the studio and use it as a sub outside woofer speaker somewhere monitor or something. And Amy's like, just throw it away. Just throw it away. I'm like, I can't throw it away. Got to let it go. You're a um 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 a uh, not a hoarder. I'm gonna say an electronics hoarder. No, because I don't. It, it's just audio stuff, audio stuff, and lighting stuff. For whatever reason, I just can't let it go. Well, I, I'll throw anything away. <laughs> <laughs> if it's in my way, it's it's in the trash. The hell's wrong with this dog? It's Keeps not working. It's crapping on the floor. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's if it's kicked the bucket, I mean, but you said that you can't get it to work with anything. So here's what you do: yeah, let it go. I'll try. Take it out there and th- throw it on the fire, and then go get yourself a new surround sound system. Treat yourself. You work hard in there in the studio. <laughs> I see the sweat rolling off your brow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, up and down those stairs, bringing beers back and forth. I mean, oh. you you got. I'm sure Amy will agree. Yeah, Amy will agree. Travis, go go up to where the closest or Amazon, whatever you want to do, and treat yourself to a new surround sound system. Well, we had a backup one in one of the spare bedrooms that no one really goes into. Plus, I say goes into. We don't have a whole lot of guests that spend the night only during the like the holiday seasons. And I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. they're not going to need this huge freaking you know seven two sound bar in their guest bedroom because they're going to wake up the neighbors next door. I'm like, babe, can we just take the sound bar out there and they can just use the speakers on the TV to listen to their? No, they want yeah. to. No, so I took it off. I said, fuck it, I'm taking it. So we've got that now in our bedroom. So and I think it's well, uh, like, a Vizio look, or whenever something. you have whenever you have guests, just let them sleep in the bed with you. <laughs> Come on over. Here's the dog's bed. There's your bed. If you get too close, but let that thing go. I, I've got one. Gosh, we've had it for a long time, but it's the uh, it's it's kind of the same setup. So the satellites, the two satellite speakers, hook up to the subwoofer, mm-hmm. and then the subwoofer connects to the sound bar. That's too many. So speakers. you got a sound. Well, I mean, it's seven one. You got a sound bar, then you got a subwoofer, and then you got two satellites. But the satellites have wires, mm-hmm. so it's hard to. I want I want a totally wireless surround sound where i've got them all over the freaking place but that this echo studio is very very good well good good you ought to try it i should try it and i'm like that i'm an audio file i'm an audio file when it comes to music not all that other crazy stuff that you've been into but when it comes to music (laughs) i've got to have i gotta have some good i gotta have some good stuff i can't be listening to anything on rca 1980s 
little silly speaker. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I've got a, I've got a, uh, you know, we're on Facebook. You know, this is fifty on Facebook. We're on mm-hmm. uh, YouTube at this is fifty show. Did you guys figure that out? By the way, shameless plug. No, I'm I'm asking you if you've got the. You were telling your friends and stuff. I can't find the video. I can't find the the YouTube page. It's at this is fifty show for the okay. for, for the YouTube video for both for both YouTube it, and Facebook. Sure, let's do it that way. <laughs> let's see what happens. <laughs> let's okay. Throw it out there. Hold see if it, see if it sticks I'm, to the wall. I, I, in real time, I have to pr- I, in real time. I have to make sure that you are correct. At mm-hmm. where are you at? What platform? This are you is on? fifty show. YouTube. Okay. At this is 50s. Oh, there you go. Hold it right up. See, 2,000, 2,400 subscribers. So at least there's 3,500 of them are almost as smart. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. Really? 2,000 some subscribers. And I, am, I did not know that. And then on the Facebook page, it should be this is 50 podcasts as well, or 50, this is 50 show. So. Can you search that too? On Facebook, I want to get I want to I want to get uh, our show hooked up with Popeye's chicken somehow. Why is Maybe that? We can get some free sandwiches. All right, just so we can get some free food. Okay, let's see what you can come up with on that one. I'll try. Try my best. <laughs> well, good. Now we can access everything we need to. Popularity's through the roof now. So, one thing on Facebook, you know, because I got my own personal Facebook page and I got all the other station fa- Facebook pages and stuff. Um. I have a bunch of ex-girlfriends that, you know, we were young, you know, early, you know, teens, early 20s, that type stuff that I'm still friends with on Facebook. They've, they've gotten mm-hmm. married. They've gotten, you know, they had their own lives and all that stuff. And so I just kind of see them. I'm like, going, oh, you know, yeah, oh, that's nice. that They're looking good. They look like moms. They look like, you know, they've got, you know, they're responsible people and all that stuff. There is, there is one girl that's on Facebook that I dated when she got out. This is the same one that said that the army would not take me anymore because I turned a certain age. So I think when I say 27, I don't think I was 27. I think I was 23, 24, maybe 25, maybe let's Mm -hmm. let's say 25. This is the same girl that said I was too old to join the army at the time. And I think this is right before or right after desert storm came through, came through. I said, you know, we were in Mm -hmm. desert storm. So we started dating. And when I say dating, she was engaged to a guy who was still in the military. Still in, like she did. She served her time. She went in like six months before he did. Served her time, got out, and he's still doing his six to eight months still in the military. Okay. Are you following me? I'm following you. It, it, does that make sense? I mean, that that would happen that where someone would be in there a little bit longer than the other one if I don't I don't know how that works. Well, I mean, if they went in at the same, they went in at the same time, same branch, right? I, I'm going to say yes. Let's say they both signed up at the same time. They went in the same branch. And one's just getting out earlier than the other. Correct. Well, there's a thousand different reasons that could happen. So I, quote unquote, hooked up with her. And I said hooked up with her. I don't know if I was the side piece because her husband, her fiance that she's going to marry is still in the branch service branch. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. <laughs> so go ahead. You have questions? Not, I'm not, no, not an unheard of thing in the military. Okay, so it, it, it's not unheard <laughs> of. So I yeah. really, you know, you know, you, you fall not fall in love, but you know, when you're young, you you fall in lust, and you know, you you mean the world to me, you mean the world to me, all this stuff, and then 
Um, we broke up for whatever reason, probably because he was getting released soon, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, they got into a fight and an argument, and all of a sudden, now the engagement is off. See you later. Engagement's off. A year goes by. She gets pregnant and has a kid from some guy, just a random oh, guy. Okay. Five years down the road. Go ahead. It should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I dodged the bullets. <laughs> five years later, I see her again. She's got the, the one-year-old or the five-year-old now walking around, and she's pregnant again from a different uh-huh. guy. And I'm like going, maybe a dodge, another bullet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Seen her again, seen her again, pregnant again with another guy's kid, another guy's kid. (laughs) Exactly. Has the two kids. The one is now 10. The other one's now five. Getting ready to have child number three. But the third one is with the guy that she was engaged to in the beginning of the story. They figured they got mar- they got married and said, you know what, hu- you know the husband goes, I know you had two kids with two other guys, um, and we were engaged back in you know ninety whatever it was. Uh, I think we need to work this out, and having a child would make our marriage better. So they said yes, or that she said yes. So they had a child, and within three years they were divorced. So now here's this girl that I dated in my early twenties, who was cheating on her husband. Okay. With me, mm-hmm. has a kid from one guy, has a kid from another guy, has a kid with the guy she was engaged to, and now completely divorced and doing her whole thing. I know. Are you following the flow chart? Now I see I'm her. Trying. I see her online. She's posting these pictures of another guy that she's dating now. And I'm like going, what? and she's older than I am. She's like, uh, I think two years older than I am. When does it end, Shane? <laughs> when does that wrath, that, 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 I don't know what you want to call it, but when does, is she looking for another kid? Is she all, is she all tied up? Hopefully she's tied up. Hopefully this guy, but think about, she's got three different kids from three different men and you still want to date this person? That's where I have the questions. That's the red flags. You want to talk about red flags and every kid, not to, not to be, there's nothing wrong with that. Every kid is a different color. Oh, so the, I, here's the big question. <laughs> here's the here here's the big and depending on how you answer this will solve the whole problem. Okay. Is she hot? She was cute. What? Cute. what I know. I don't know. No. 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 Hot. No, she's not hot. She's cute. Okay. But you know what? There's cute people out there with a very, very, very powerful personality and i think the personality was there she's a she's a very very dominant female like she would go all right come on travis let's let's go over here we're we're going over here today tonight we're going over this party and you know my friend uh you know timmy and tommy and all them and uh you know she was directing me and i'd follow that path like a puppy you know okay okay, as long as you as long as i keep getting that i don't care you know that type deal yeah, yeah. Here, Travis, put on this Crocs rubber chicken suit. This is what we're doing tonight. <laughs> take this, take this spoon, because get ready. Me and you are going to have some fun. Oh, not not the spoon, not the spoon. Let's leave the spoon out of it. It's another. Conversation. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. She's and so is the. Has she turned into? Here's my. Here's the real question. Uh huh. 
Has she turned into sort of a sugar mama kind of thing? No, she's ne- she's always had she's always had her own sense of income. She's always had a really really yeah. good job. Her job yeah. choices are kind of questionable, but for the most part, she was really really good at what she did. You know, whether it be a manager or whether it be an owner or part manager, part owner type deal. She's always had a great yeah, but but I'm I'm wondering if she's having these relationships because these she's like latching on to these needy guys you know i'll pay your bills sugar mama kind of thing no no i don't know i think there's an emotional attachment that she wants because the guy that the people that she's attached herself with especially with the first two kids i know one was a piece of shit and the other one was double piece of shit they were like brothers now and then she you know that's that's how a lot of women are i mean they 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 just go after the wrong people the bad boys and that's why they never yeah, that's why they never get married. That's why they never have any like meaningful relationships because they're just but, they just want to be smacked around. So I'm gonna pull my hair, <laughs> pull my hair, and call me Sally. <laughs> yeah, beat beat me up, and they like it. They like that. They like that kind of thing. So. She now she was very very she was very very dominant, and uh, she I mean like I said she was the one that was telling, and I stood up for myself. You know, I'm like, going, no, this is bullshit. I'm not dealing with that. And she didn't like that. And, of course, she moved on to the next guy, moved on to the next guy, and had a kid, had a kid, and then had got married, had a kid. And come to find out, their marriage dissolved because he cheated on her. And she didn't like it. She didn't like it. You cheated on me? <laughs> I don't like that. Because that's the way her personality was. She was very, very dominant in the relationship. And this guy that she married you know, cheated on her after they had the kid. And I'm like, and now I look at all three kids and I'm like going, okay, I remember she looks like that boyfriend. (laughs) She looks like that boyfriend. And (laughs) Jerry, 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 tell me about it. I am so glad. Now, granted, we're still friends. I still talk to her. I haven't talked to her in years, but I see her on Facebook and I, you know, do a little thumbs up or a like or, you know, something like that. But I don't get involved in any of that stuff. And then I see that she's dating this new guy now. And, but dating, she's got three kids from three, three different men. I think there's a song there somewhere. And this guy, I don't know if he's, if it's, you know, magic, if this is, if this thing right here is magical, if you're watching the video right here, this thing right here, if that's magical, <laughs> the magic, the yeah. magic flower. I didn't see any magic when I was there, but still, who knows? Well, she's probably just been playing a game all these years, and now she's got all these kids to take care of. She's irresponsible, so now she's looking for now she's looking for somebody to take care of her. Kid, kids are grown. Kids are now. Don't forget, this is back in ninety four, ninety five. So the kids are now. One's graduated from college. The other one's gotten a scholarship and is in college. The other one's getting ready to start high school. Damn it! I forgot we're the same age. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I yeah, I don't know what her motivation is. Maybe she's just stupid. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call her stupid, but I mean, there is something mentally, there's something mentally different or off when you have, you know, you have kid number one, kid number two, and then kid number three from three different people. And this isn't the first time it's happened to me. I know of two girls, if not three girls, that I've dated, and this has happened after our relationship. Dodge yeah, the bullet, a- I dodge the bullet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could have been uh, you could have been the king of the trailer park by now. I was too busy uh, <laughs> trying to get on radio and stuff. Well, I can't relate. I mean, I, I, when I went out, I, I left high school, went straight into the military, and then got married. I had I already had a kid at twenty years old. Jesus. Yeah. So I, you know, my hopes were 
okay, we had kids early, then, you know, we'll still be young by the time they leave the house. <laughs> then we go we're still working on, we're still working on that. Yeah. Well, you get them to leave the house. You got a plate full of uh, a lot of stuff going on over there, Shane. <laughs> I, I, I do feel for you. You know, I wish I, you know, I, I wish I could support you a little bit more mentally than I can, but. Well, I'm looking for financial support. <laughs> well, you can keep your mental support. I want the money. All right. <laughs> it's all good. I don't, yeah, I don't get her. I don't, and, and, and you know, we have a term for that here in the South. And what's that called? I mean, it's probably going to offend some people. That's all right. That's what we call trailer trash. Yes. And the funny part is she is from Columbia. Uh, South America? <laughs> no. <laughs> South Carolina, Columbia. <laughs> really? No, from Columbia. Like South, yeah, South, well, South okay. America, Columbia. So how did you get hooked up with her in Florida? <sighs> Long story. Don't have time to go there. We got to wrap up the show, so. Oh, well, just at this point, you all fill in, use your imagination and fill in the blanks because you have to stick whatever around. you come up with, whatever you come up with applies. You have to stick around for next week and we'll, we can dive into yeah. that. Johnny, okay. Johnny so Damon. What's her, what's her, yeah. What's her name again? I'm trying to. Johnny Damon's involved. The baseball player. Let's see who else is involved in this relationship. Um, Wayne Brady. Wait, 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 wait. Hold wait, on. Wait, yeah. Wait. Oh yeah. So she's got a. She's got a kid with Johnny Damon. No, 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 no. I'm just telling you the the people that are involved in this for us to be together or how we met. It, Johnny Damon's involved. Wayne Brady's involved now that he's pansexual. I mean, I'm telling you, I've got deep roots in the in the Orlando uh, entertainment field. So yeah, all right, we can talk about that later. What a twisted man you are! I am a very twisted man. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> I can't wait to hear all this. All right, Shane. Anything else before I let you go? Mm, no, you going to get out in the heat today? Are you working on fences or killing chickens or tomorrow? Tomorrow, I'm I'm going to wait for it to yeah. get up get up to about 98 tomorrow, and then I'll be out there. Yeah, I was going to say tomorrow's probably the hottest day of the year. Well, I got a corn salad. I got a corn salad that I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get yourself, uh, get all your nutrients in, your undigestible nutrients. We'll see what happens. All right, Shane. Good Good luck. All right, talk to you later. See you, bye. See you, bye. I have never known the pleasure of being regular.